Nathan's Gardening Project. Welcome to the Engard podcast. I'm here with Hans Christoph Steiner, another longtime, basic co-founder of Guardian Project here, and uh, we're gonna we're on Jitsi today. I've, I invited him into my uh, kids' home gym or our workout space in quarantine, uh, but he's now beaming in. I feel like I'm right next to you. I can almost touch your face. It's pretty <laughs> okay. exciting. But yeah, the, I've been playing with the idea of like co-presence and feeling more present with people. So I'm really, it's not really working, but I can see I'm looking right into your eyes. So I'm ready to listen, be present. Um, but yeah, so we're on Jitsi here um, and uh, it's pretty great. Um, tell me about Jitsi. It, it's, it's instead of Zoom or Hangouts or Skype, we're using a Jitsi. So what is Jitsi? Uh, okay. Um, Jitsi is um, standards-based free software that implements uh, really nice, simple uh, video and audio conference rooms. Um, what I really love about it is that whoever it, there's no user accounts, uh, and whoever you just go in and name your URL, whatever you want to name it, um, whoever has that URL can join the room by just clicking on that URL, clicking on that link. Um, but yet it, it still it has the ability to, so you can jump into a, a room uh, that you choose, but then you can set a password if you need it to be access controlled. Um, and to me, I find that it, uh, the kind of the old ways of, um, uh, that these kind of things were set up were modeled around, okay, you have to have a user account and a password you have to remember and you have to log in and you have to maintain a buddy list. And that ends up being much more of a headache than you, what you get in return. Where, where everyone, these days, everyone has a way to communicate outside of, um, outside of the, the thing, this Jitsi between that you're using to do the call. Uh, you know, you can you can send an email, you can send a, a signal message, you can send an XMPP message, whatever you want, and a matrix message, of course. <laughs> yes. So uh, you can just send someone the link, and they're in in the room. And you're in a room. That's what it feels is like like a meeting in a real space. You're like, hey, what room are we meeting in? Oh, we're gonna meet in this room. All right, I'll see you there. Um, and, and that works best. And it's just a URL, which is the way the web works. Now, another interesting thing is we're actually doing this on, not on a Jitsi, you know, corpjitsi.org server. We're on May 1st, um, which is a cooperative we've long been a, a part of, a member of, for hosting. And so you said, where are we meeting? And I said, well, we're in a room, but we're on mayfirst.org server. And so what is... How is it that Jitsi has many ser like different servers versus, you know, Zoom or or Skype or whatever just has one server? Um, so it's it's free software, and they've also done a very good job uh, of making it pretty easy to install and run yourself. Um, and so it's a whole kind of collection. It's very complicated software, actually. Um, and a lot of pieces. So WebRTC is a, a key piece of this. This is one standard. Uh, um, then SRTP is another standard, and it's actually using XMPP, this mess, this ancient messaging 
method to kind of sit, you know, manage the whole calls, but it's this huge complicated thing in a nice bundle, free software. Um, and so people, I mean, there's hundreds of instances now. Um, and, uh, that, and, and this is, I mean, there's a lot of really key benefits that this provides that you can't get from the kind of big central service. Like a uh, school or a university or a church or a town can run their own. Mm-hmm. So one key thing about um, any of these services, regardless of whether it's free software or not, is that there's a lot of metadata happening in the call. Who's connecting to the room and at what time, how long, who, you know, who's chatting. Uh, so if you can run your, if, it, if you are more uh, sensitive to pri- the privacy issues of who's in your, in your, in your conferences and your meetings, your organization can run its own instance and, and know then who exactly has access to that metadata. And um, when you use a service that is, you know, one big system, anything from Zoom or Skype or uh, Google Hangouts or whatever, they get all the metadata regardless of what you do. Right. And so um, we, we like to use, you know, groups like Calix Institute or now May 1st, people we know and trust who run servers that have a track record of of defending digital rights. Um, and so that's an, an important aspect. And so you noticed then that there were all of these Jitsi Meet servers, but that we didn't know very much about them. And you, and so you decided to do something about that and created a new project or a script. Yeah, so it's most, I wouldn't, it's just the start of a project. It's mostly just a proof of concept of the idea. I'd say. So what, um, yeah, there's tons. People have started making lists, just like wiki pages that are lists of, of public instances. Uh, um, and so you can say, oh, let's see, are there any organizations that I know that are running one that I trust uh, and that I would want to use? For example, my hackerspace here in Vienna, MetaLab, now has a new Jitsi uh, instance. Um, so that's one I would use. So the thing is that it's pretty hard to evaluate um, the differences between them, uh, if, especially if you don't really, if you're not a technical person. Uh, and I started looking uh, at how Jitsi is configured and it turns out a lot of the information is, is kind of by default publicly available. Um, so I, I write a lot of scrapers and I just uh, uh, made a, a scraper that just takes the lists, a, ha- a couple of lists that I found that are pe- where people are updating the lists of public instances just goes through those URLs and looks for the public um, Jitsi configuration information uh, and also the TLS settings. So you can kind of evaluate whether they're doing a good job of setting up the, the kind of standard security practice. Uh, and then just, so in that process, I discovered there's a couple interesting things you can see there. Uh, one is um, uh, Jitsi lets you, has a kind of a, lets you pre-configured analytics so you can see whether they've set up analytics on it. Uh, so that usually means reporting data to uh, an analytic service like Google Firebase or something like that. Uh, another thing is that there's uh, one of the many moving pieces in it running Jitsi is a thing called Stun, which helps clients find each other and, and send traffic to each other. Um, by default, I think, Jitsi uses the Google ones, but a lot of people don't want to send data to Google, so that's changeable. Uh, that you can see, so um, so that is a kind of a data point that people can say when they're evaluating, well, is this the right instance for me? Um, or it also then helps 
people, so maybe the people who installed the, the Jitsi instance weren't aware of all these settings and these defaults. So you can, someone who's um, uh, using it can say, hey, did you know that your Jitsi uh, instance is sending data to Google? And so um, there's, there's a kind of history of like compliance testers or analyzers for you know, website security or for your messaging server. And so this is scanning that and then, and then producing this report data. So if you go to the link you showed, it's this huge sort of table and JSON data report. And, and you are asking, you published it to say, here's what I've done, now I need some more help. So how are you, what kind of help are you looking for? Right. So I, yeah, my skills are in, in scraping and gathering data and kind of the details uh, and not so much in, in uh, user interface design or implementation, certainly. Um, uh, so what, what I have is a very rough table of the giant table of the data, which is ugly, but you can scan, scan it. But it, what there is also there is a JSON feed. So if anyone is good at um, pretty standard uh, web Web design should be able to just use that feed directly and uh, and and then show this information in a much more navigatable way. Uh, there's also there's I mean there's the possibilities of adding all sorts of things uh, to it as people find. Um, and I mean yeah. I, I think there yeah there's some other it'll be interesting to see what the data you're collecting can reveal. Um, I know there was also at at the Berkman. Klein Center, one user was talking about her, uh, I think she, she's blind and her concerns with accessibility in software. And that, you know, the old system Berkman used, Adobe Connect, was horrible on accessibility, but Zoom was actually actually quite good. And I was happy to hear she was just able to use Jitsi um, with 25 users to teach a class. Um, and she said it was great. So there's, I think, interesting things around accessibility or around um, ping times and sort of speed and latency as well that might be important. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that's cool about, uh, we're, I mean, we're used to the internet thinking, not you know, not thinking about where the service is located, but it turns out when you're doing something live interactive with voice and video, it actually, it, it matters where it's located because um, it can make a very big difference in the sound quality, in the call quality, like how big a delay there is between uh the time you speak and the person hears you. Um, so for example, now with in quarantine times, there's a lot of people in the same city who need to use video chat. Uh, so there's no reason for them to all go to a server that's in New York when they're in Vienna, which is my case. Um, so it turns out there is, you know, I, I looked at one of these lists and probed it and, and found, oh, look, there's a company which is a hosting company that's based in Vienna and has servers in Vienna. Um, and if I use that one, it, it's noticeably, yeah, I mean, there is noticeably less gap between um, the uh, between you know when I talk and the next person hears it. Well, and it's interesting right now, it because it's just two of us, we actually have a direct peer-to-peer -peer connection, it said, so that our mm -hmm. video stream is not going through the server. It's just between my home here in New England and your home in Austria, and uh, that's pretty amazing so that 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 was easy enough and worked and these you know these are the things the sort of improvements in user experience we need because right now I feel I mean we should probably wrap this up because it's been going so well that I I would love to end this on a high note and just these you know I think the software is is great a lot of it is just getting it deployed like you said on 
in logical ways, having a, a lot of the things behind the scenes in software like Skype or Zoom that make it seem so good are the fact that they do these smart routing and they redirect you to a different server depending where you are and they have you know millions if not billions of dollars to blow in venture capital uh, funding to build capacity and they're also you know thinking about um yeah that that sort of um you know what skype used to call kind of super nodes where you would all route people around a certain geographic um concentration so i think your effort is great in that we can reveal some of these things, but also allow users, yeah, to say, oh, yeah, there is a server in my area. I'll use that as opposed to just using the one called meet.jit.si, which is going to get overloaded. And, uh, yeah. you know, and, and it's, it's already starting. It's already started. So we need many of these to flourish, just like there's many email servers, many web servers um, out there in the world. It's very important. So thank you for your effort and initiative in this project. Yeah, I hope it's really just serves. I mean, I don't think it's a whole much. It's just it's something that's just, I hope to plant the seeds of inspiration uh, for people to say like, hey, look, here's all this data. Let's let's make this useful. Let's help this drive, uh, you know, decentralizing the web uh, and and letting people control the privacy that, you know, the privacy concerns that they have uh, and not, you know, and not be stuck uh, using giant proprietary services because they're the only ones that that uh, actually that function right and we it's in our hands to support the jitsi team and and the company that owns them and in their efforts to be open source and free software and allow modifications and improvements and um you know there's a lot to do so hopefully everyone can find a way to contribute right now to help help people stay connected you know i can i can't touch i can touch your face here but <laughs> I'll give, let's do a little high five. A little high five. Ready? Put your hand up. Yeah. All right. I feel so close to you. Hugs. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, end guard for today. Thank you, Hans. And uh, check right, out Jitsi Monitor. Link below. Like and subscribe. See you later. Bye. Bye.